0: Yeah, it's thick, dirty. I've been through a lot, but I'm still flirty. Okay. Is everybody back up in the
1: building? It's been a minute, tell me how you're healing. Cause I'm about to get into my feelings. How you feeling? How you feeling? feeling, Brewer Nation? He's Hamilton.
2: Yeah, it's Brewer time. I'm Rutledge,
1: strove behind the glass, and we're live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We are presented by Coors Light. And uh, Alex Strofe earlier today had Steven Watson on the air, former intern here at ESPN Madison, and uh, a teammate of our next guest here, Tim Dillard on Valley Sports. And Tim, did you know about Steven Watson's love of what are they, Strofe? Crazins. Crazins. And are you a fan of Crazins as well? <laughs>
0: Um, I do know of Craisins. I didn't know Stephen was crazy for Craisins, but hey, it's, you know, to each their own. I like Raisins, I guess, but I don't just go clamor for them. I don't think I have bought them in the last 20 years, I would imagine. Well, that kind of answers my other
1: question, because 23-year-old Alex Stroph, uh had never heard of Craisins until Stephen Watson yeah, brought it up thought it was like
2: him. a made-up word.
0: Well, uh, do you remember those ocean spray commercials where those dudes are like standing in water yeah. with the yeah. waders on? Yeah, like that's probably where I learned about crazens. But then again, back then, I watched a ton of television because I was, you know, that's who I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're just on TV. <laughs> so, well, uh, now I get to stream everything. Commercials, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
2: I mean, I'll start with a little bit of a softball here. What was your initial reaction? To this whole David Stearns moving, kind of moving on, but staying with the organization.
0: Uh, my first thought was like, yeah, that's about right. You know, I mean, he just he he's a hot commodity, and you know what, it, Matt Arnold is too, and so one of them is probably going to have to end up, go, you know, moving on because they're both able to be at that elite status. So, um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I, you know, I think Tupac said it best. You know change right Never <laughs> gonna stay the same <laughs> that's a good point you make a good point so
2: i i do have a question on behalf of like really casual brewer fans like myself now it seems he i had heard this interview and he said he's been thinking about it for a while if there's any chance that he was thinking about this prior to the trade deadline is do you think he might have just put the brewers in a hole by making this trade and kind of going about that whole trade deadline situation with Hayter the way he did and now leaving the team, I almost kind of feel like he put us in a hole and now he's like, oh,
0: I got to go. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it would be suspicious maybe if he went straight to the Padres or something, right? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I would suppose. yeah be I suppose. a red flag. But uh, no, no. I, I I, mean, honestly, you know, he, he looked back and obviously admitted that that was a big deal, that trade. Um, not not being a very positive thing for the for the brewers and i mean the the guy's an elite pitcher but at the same time they did get a lot back for him i I think i think time will tell and that's kind of the catch-22 if you're in a man of that position when you start trading people um and and then you start getting younger talent not just hey we trade this guy and we get you know an all-star back so you can see right away what you're getting um that it's that's the you know, probably the toughest part of the job, but I think he handled it well, but yes, it would be fishy if he went straight to San Diego.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I guess part of me is just a little bit gun shy, the way Goody has been treating the Packers and uh, kind of putting all his faith in a lot of young guys and not keeping some of the veterans like Devontae and you letting some of the other wide receivers go. I'm just a little gun shy when it comes to, general managers or president of bas- or a baseball operation uh moves i guess right now
0: well i mean you have to know there's some master plan I, I i don't think that you know nothing sneaks up on these guys not even the announcement today um you know with with stern stepping down like this is you know conversations galore in the making and you know on the broadcast all the time we always speculate right and i'm and and it's easy to throw emotions out there of like, well, what are they doing? Or this doesn't make any sense, but my default setting and anybody listening that's ever seen me on a broadcast know that I always say, this has been talked about. Nothing sneaks up on these guys. Um, They have a plan in place. I'm sure the Packers do. I don't know. Maybe the Packers don't, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the Brewers, I feel like, you know, there's too much information out there now. There's just too much. Um, And I think the best, one surround themselves with people that understand that, and I think that's what they did. They had a hot commodity with uh, David Stearns, and you know he didn't even really know Matt Arnold when he brought him on. But Matt Arnold, people, this, they love this guy, and he is a jack of all trades, self-proclaimed, and he is he's a craftsman. He knows what it takes to put the things in place, and so this was probably talked about last year um, when uh, when the Mets were kind of courting and said that matt arnold was their top candidate to be their president of baseball operations so i think this dates back a year almost exactly a year october 26 i believe it was so i don't know i you know i, I know this may come as a surprise to some out there maybe the casual fan but at the most point uh, uh, for the most part i, I think people are were kind of expecting this at some at some juncture yep
1: brewers legend and current Valley Sports Wisconsin analyst Tim Dillard with us here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Tim, uh, what's one thing everybody should know about Matt Arnold, and what's one thing everybody should know about you?
0: Ooh, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing interesting about me. Uh, That's not true, I, I Tim. Say, uh, pretty much. <laughs> uh, pretty much, I would say. Uh, when it comes to Matt Arnold, is, is he just he's a likable guy? Um, he works hard. He's been around the game a long time, and he's. Ben, I guess his responsibilities are, are all over the map. Like he has been in charge of some major stuff, whether it's arbitration stuff, player acquisitions, uh, contract negotiations, evaluating talent at minor league level, big leagues, um, scouting, director of scouting, uh, you know. All that kind of stuff integrating like the science of you know how to how to rate players and and project players and that all that is is a lot you know the the way the game has grown it just it brings on more jobs that's why you had to kind of invent the title of president of baseball operations like ten years ago because you really couldn't say here's two gNs, but that's essentially what it is. you want the smartest men in the room that can cover the most ground of all the stuff that it takes to run a organization nowadays um and he has been in a lot of those roles he has been responsible for a lot of those things and he is very well qualified so um just to give one example we were broadcasting at the desk uh during the season and we were getting ready to do i think our eighth inning hit you know where we, where we pop in on the tv and we like stay tuned for brewers live after the game right that's usually uh what we do anyway we're at the field <laughs> we corner down right field and uh i see matt arnold walking on the concourse on the phone how random is that you know at this point he's the vice president of of whatever of baseball of gm something for the brewers <laughs> and he is he's wheeling and dealing like he's making deals he's the one that has to have all these conversations when there's a dozen phone calls that have to happen this is the guy that does it he's the communications director guy like everything goes through him that gets to david Stearns, that gets to craig council like he is the man and I looked up and saw him, and he saw me, and he, I was just laughing at him. I'm like, this is the eighth inning of a close game, and he he's having to work. So he works hard. I don't know if I've seen anybody work harder than this man.
1: You have uh, – I don't know if this is your first bobblehead, but you have a bobblehead coming up, and I figured you and Matt can bond over <laughs> – Matt, do you have two bobbleheads? Is that three bobbleheads? Three, bobble three heads. bobbleheads. And now Tim has got a bobblehead. So <laughs> you guys are an exclusive company.
0: Yeah, I think this is – well, I guess technically it's my fifth bobblehead. All uh, right. One of them in your face, Matt Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, no, well, one of them, there's two versions of it. There's a <laughs> Brewer's version and a National Sound's version of me at a broadcast desk. But um, for my first, I believe, 13 years in professional baseball, I didn't have a bobblehead. And um, since then, I, I have like four or five. So, yeah, I don't know why. But I, when I was a Twitter. player, I was so why. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, Twitter, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know how it is for you, but at least for me, the my head is giant in real life, so the large bobblehead doesn't really isn't conveyed in your normal bobblehead manner. You know what I mean? So it's it's more of just like a a, a statue of me that's made for desks. <laughs> more accurate than he wishes. Uh, so yeah. Tim, I heard a little rumor that last year on the show uh, you came on and you were just couch surfing uh when you were in Milwaukee. You oh, had yeah. no place to rest your head. I'm curious, have you improved upon your situation now or are you still a couch surfer?
0: Uh no more couch surfing. Um my back uh told me to stop doing it. Actually my wife told me to stop doing it. She was like <laughs> I don't want I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want to read a headline when I can't get a hold of you, you know, like missing broadcaster, you know, how many people are going to look. So, um, yeah, it was kind of weird. I was reaching out to people on social media, like, Hey, if anybody has a couch uh, for me to crash on, <laughs> I think I crashed uh, on about 15 people's couches or like guest rooms. Um, and it was a wide variety. Like there was a couple places I had like my own room. There was a couple of places I slept in their living rooms. <laughs> um, I, it, was, it was an adventure, and I tried to keep tabs on, on it as best I could, but it was fun. It was really fun, but I, I actually got a hotel room because I live in Nashville, uh, and, I, and I obviously work in Milwaukee, so when I'm there, I just went ahead and got a hotel room. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't recommend people doing that, but it was, uh, it was definitely an adventure.
1: Hey, Tim, how did you celebrate National Tennessee Day yesterday?
0: Oh, is it National Tennessee? That no it was, it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, every day. Every day is something, right? Yes. You know, Happy yeah. Bagel Day. You yeah. know, Happy <laughs> Cereal Day. <laughs> I don't know. You, hung, I, I you hungry? What I do? <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, I went uh, for a jog. I went for a jog. Is that celebrating? Yeah, it's, it's National Jogging. Jog it's years. actually uh, National <laughs> Tim
1: Diller Go for a Jog Day today. So you did it. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, two quickies for yeah, you. Right. One. Speaking of running and jogging. What would you do, or actually I'll ask this, who is the biggest try-hard teammate you've ever played with? Because <laughs> Russell Wilson doing calisthenics on an airplane is next for level. four hours. For four hours is next level try-hard. And I can't imagine that being anything but annoying after, after some point. Uh, you don't have to name try the name. Hard. but Yeah, but like, can you, <laughs> or at least you don't have to even name the name. Just like some sort of like over-the-top Russell Wilson type thing you've seen teammates do. Because four hours of calisthenics on a plane is just – Next level, annoying.
0: Well, I mean, I've had the teammates that have to take their shirt off to do abs right in the middle of the clubhouse. That's just... (laughs) Because heaven forbid, there's no other place to do it. Oh, if Um, I had abs like those guys, you
2: better believe I'm taking my shirt off and doing my ab work in the middle
0: of the clubhouse. I know. It's straight, But see, I have so much self-awareness. I wear like three shirts, and I go get in the closet and do my own (laughs) ab workout. No, I don't... I would say the hardest-working teammate I was ever around was probably Jimmy Pancakes, or Jimmy Nelson, pitcher uh, the Brewers had. <laughs> I, I was pancakes. teammates with him, <laughs> Jimmy Pancakes. Uh, in 2014, we were in Double A, and I'd already heard the rumors. I was like, I got picked back up at an independent ball. I'm the oldest guy in the league. Uh, was that 14? No, maybe it was 12. I can't remember, but I was in A a lot for a time. And anyway, I meet this guy, and he is just, I mean, he's running stadiums and he's working out every day, and even after he would pitch, he's going and running. Um, every single day, this guy was just sweating galore. Like I- I've never seen anybody work so hard. Um, and you, I mean, it got him to the big leagues. It got him there for a while, and he had a pretty successful career until he dove back into first base and kind of blew his shoulder out. I think he's. but, um, yeah, that was like next level. It's one of those things you're watching. You're like, is this? how long is this sustainable? <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely not me. If you're looking at me to be that <laughs> – uh, workout King, it's not. <laughs>
1: uh, and then I'm actually heading to Nashville in a, about a month. Where, where's one spot I got to make sure I'm going to eat at? I'm bringing the family to, so the you know the kids. Um, but...
0: where, you, where you you stay in downtown? Where are you going to be? Uh, we're near the Grand Old Opry. Ooh, Grand Old Opry. Uh, the pharmacy out in East Nashville is pretty good. It's got okay. a good burger. Um, trying to think. If you like taco, oh, if you like margaritas, there's a place called. Oh, what's a place called. It's right downtown. Um, Bakersfield taco, I think okay. has like, um, margaritas in a, uh, mason jar. It oh, is, <laughs> yes, it's delicious. Uh, if you like oysters, there's a place called the Southern. They have two different kinds of oysters. Uh, uh, I think you're supposed to get the Pacific. I have no idea about oysters. I'm not just going around crushing oysters all the time. <laughs> uh, but those are some good places downtown. You definitely got to go. If you want to go higher end, there's Virago for sushi. You got cane prime for steak. Uh, whiskey kitchen's always nice. Low key burger place, Burger Republic's good. Um, <laughs> I should be probably like 500 pounds, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> I told him he's got it. He's gotta visit
0: Hattie B's.
2: while he's down there though.
0: Hattie B's, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna, I mean, there's a lot of good hot chicken. You can't just say Hattie well, like, B's. That's, but, did Tim um, just
2: plan your entire vacation? Like did like literally every meal is set now? This
0: is
1: great. I guess my favorite part of going yeah. on vacation is Check- finding out the locals where we should eat.
0: That's a yeah. Good, and it's I, a good I mean, play. I. There's this place called uh, Taco Bell too. That's my <laughs> <game>. <laughs> Is
1: that next to the Applebee's. I heard that's good too. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's so good they wrote a song
1: about it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Tim, uh, thanks for the food tips. Thanks for the brewer's stock. As always, you were great.
0: Awesome, thanks, guys. I'm gonna go get some craisin. All right, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Craisin madness. It's crazin in here. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're All right, such right. a dork, Jim.
2: <laughs> Me? Yeah.
1: All of us. This is Relich and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.